Pastor Jonathan Conrath of Mission 24, when he was with us this summer, tells an amazing story of leading the head anesthesiologist from the World Health Organization to Christ on an airplane. This anesthesiologist professed that he believed in God because of how routinely during surgery, the medical team would open up a patient only to discover that whatever malady they were operating for was already healed. The head surgeon would say, we will say nothing of this, and they'd stitch the guy back up, or woman. Inevitably, the anesthesiologist said that they discovered that the patient was either a Christian or had a church praying for him. Following this remarkable conversation, the anesthesiologist went back to his newspaper, and Jonathan realized that while the man believed in God, this didn't mean that he necessarily was regenerated. When he asked him if he had ever asked Christ to be Lord and Savior of his life, the man replied, well, no, no one ever told me that that was the way to get to God. The doctor then prayed with Jonathan to receive Christ. The story highlights how we have to be ready always to give an appeal for Christ. One of the bishops during the week of our miracle-filled evangelistic outreach this summer that I talked about in my last podcast observed that it has become easy to manipulate the passage of 1 Corinthians 3.6 as an excuse not to do evangelism. Paul writes, I planted the seed and Apollos watered it, but God made it grow. In other words, we can share with someone a verse or a truth and yet never put out the appeal to accept Christ now to those yet outside the covenant, using that scripture as an excuse why it's not our job. This might be because of the potential rejection involved in that appeal. The church is very good in America about doing outreaches and caring for the poor, but the simple message of salvation in Christ and the reality of sin and an eternal hell we've somehow decided is altmodish, this bishop concluded. Another pastor present agreed and admitted that he hasn't been as passionate for the lost as he was in his early YWAM days. Two months after the Lord did a mighty work in our region through an international team of evangelists and 14 local pastors who humbled themselves to come together, the Holy Spirit continues to challenge me to step out of my comfort zone and stop hiding behind excuses and preach the good news to everyone. One particular point he is underscoring is that America up until now has been an open country. True, in the last few decades, we have seen the attempts of secular humanism to squeeze God out of the public arena. And in the last two years particularly, we have witnessed a Marxist takeover and the present attempts to consolidate that power. In all of this, I sense the Lord saying, what have you done with the time and the liberty I've given you? How have you used the freedom afforded you in America to share the good news? If you are given more time, what will you do with it? There's a well-known story of Dwight L. Moody delaying giving an altar call in Chicago on a Sunday night. He figured that giving the message and waiting until the following week would allow people time to reflect and make a serious rather than hasty commitment to Christ. Little did he know that most of those sitting there wouldn't live to see another day. The Great Chicago Fire started that night before the closing hymn was sung and consumed three miles of the city, including Moody's home and church building. To his dying day, Moody lived with a guilt of not giving that altar call. The flames of eternity silently lap at the door. Many go about unaware that the Lord would brand on our hearts the reality that we may be the last signpost to heaven today for those in our path. Is your life marked by fear or by faith? 
When we catch a glimpse in our spirits of the mightiness of the God that we serve, and when we take his words to heart, doors suddenly open where there seemed only to be walls. The prospect of bad news no longer intimidates us. We eagerly anticipate the days ahead, and the mundane in life becomes an adventure. Leaving the shallows, igniting the faith that overcomes the world, are 40 meditations on teaching and testimony that will encourage your heart and boost your faith to see His kingdom come in your own life like never before. Check out Leaving the Shallows, Igniting the Faith that Overcomes the World on Amazon or go to emilytomco.com.